This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Cardinals and Steelers coming up on Sunday at Acrisure Stadium. My guest this time has been calling basketball and football games on ESPN College and Pro for the past 20 years. He's also the longtime play-by-play voice of the Arizona Cardinals and most germane to this conversation. If you're someone who hasn't liked me in Pittsburgh for the last 20 years, this guy is pretty much to blame because he's the first person to ever put me on the air anywhere. My college sports director at Syracuse, Dave Pash. Dave, great to catch up with you again, man. How you been? Always good to talk to you, Tim, man. You're, you're making both of us sound real old here, throwing out those numbers. <laughs> well, it's been a long time since I caught up with you. The Cardinals don't play the Steelers all the time. How are things going with the Cardinals this year? I know what the record has been. What are you looking at in terms of signs of life overall for the team on the field moving forward for the rest of this year and it's, into next season? It's a new regime, Tim. So trying to look at the big picture, you know, they needed a culture shift and they've got that with a new GM and a new head coach who are kind of in lockstep in terms of what they're looking for. And Monty Austin Ford is the GM was in Tennessee, but was in New England for a long time. So there is a Patriots spin and I think that's a positive. A lot of times people feel that there's a negative connotation associated to that, that somehow if you do things the Patriot way, there's no flexibility. This is how it's done and fall in line or else. Uh, I mean, I do think there's an element of that. Um, but I think the, the, the bottom line with that is there's accountability, there is structure, there is a type of person that they want, not just the type of player. And so what's happened is you've seen a lot of guys that were part of the former regime that have been moved uh, or have been released or that will be moved. Um, So you got to get through that process and it takes time. They've had one draft and by all accounts, the draft was, was a success, not just from a personnel standpoint, but a personal standpoint with again, the type of people they brought in. So uh, the record's not good Uh, for a while. They were playing really well and hard uh, some of that has waned as the losses have piled up, but I'm optimistic that, you know, in the NFL, as you know, Tim, you can turn things around pretty quickly. The Steelers haven't had to worry about that. They've been the most consistent team in NFL history, probably. Um, but you look at Houston and what they've been able to do, you know, one guy can change that, um, a culture change, a new coach, a new way of doing things can, can shift that. And I think the Cardinals are at least in the process of doing that. How's Murray been since he's come back? Well, his first game back, he was really good. I think uh, he's uh, slipped the last couple weeks. It's not all his fault. The protection hasn't been very good. The receivers haven't been great. Um, But I think what you're looking for with Kyler is the first thing was, is he healthy? And that's obvious. He's, he's 100%. And, you know, not saying that after he's taken some hits and, you know, he's been running after not doing anything for almost a year other than rehab, you know, there's, you're, you're going to have some aches and pains, but he's through that. I, I think a lot of it is, you know, can he beat you from the pocket? 
to win in the NFL as a quarterback, all the improvisation is great. Patrick Mahomes does it. Um, a lot of quarterbacks do it now. You almost have to be able to do that. But you also have to beat people from the pocket. And I think um, you have to give a guy, you know, a, a pro- protection to be able to do that, first of all. But then you have to be able to stand in there and make throws. And he's just been off uh, a little bit the last couple of games. Uh, I think if he can get back to that first game against Atlanta where he was not looking at the rush, he was letting it fly, he was throwing it down the field. That That's the Kyler we saw in the early portion of 2021 when the Cardinals were 7-0 and and 10-2. and And then, you know, they, they kind of fell flat the rest of the season and lost in the first round of the playoffs. He, he's certainly capable of it. He's just got to get back to it. When you talked about health, he's moving like the Kyler you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just watch, you know, put on the tape and watch him. I mean, he's outrunning people, running around people. Um, I mean, that that's that's not a problem. The, the knee is healthy and stable, and, you know, he can, he can still beat you with his feet uh, without question. And he can beat you with his arm. It, it's just a matter of, you know, can he, can he put everything together and be consistent enough in a season where you've got – offensive line that you know is got some injuries and you know a defense that has lost like half its roster to injury you know just to get through the year and prove that you know to this new regime that you know you're the guy going forward Dave Pash with his longtime play-by-play voice of the Arizona Cardinals joining us here as we get set for Cardinals and Steelers at one o'clock at Acrisure Stadium on Sunday Dave, what about the defense? Let's get into that a little bit more because I was looking at the box scores and you know the play-by-play charts of the Rams game and noticing how much success Kyron Williams had, not only catching the ball but running the ball too, of course. And where the Steelers have found their rhythm running the football the last four weeks, should we expect a steady diet of the Steelers staying on the ground after what we've seen from the Arizona run defense? I would think so, and and it's not just the run defense; it's it's everything. The defense just has not been as good. You know, the injuries have caught up to them. I think losing Kaiser White, their middle linebacker, to injury a couple of weeks ago, uh, is a big loss. He was kind of the guy that got everybody set. You know, they still have some talented players on the back end. Buda Baker still one of the best safeties in the league, but you know, there was a stretch where he was out due to the injury, and the defense still was pretty good. You know, they benched their number one corner, Marco Wilson. Uh, he just has struggled. You know, they've had guys in and out of the lineup that they're trying out new positions or just seeing if they fit. You've got some guys that are probably best to be on special teams only and they're having to play defense. So um, it, it's been a rough year on that side of the ball. It's getting worse. If, I mean, if, I, if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm watching that tape and saying, why would I do anything different? And that's, as you said, yeah, that's the strength. That's how they've been. I mean, Kenny Pickett doesn't have these huge numbers. Um, but, you know, he might be due for a big game as well. Um, and, and like I said, it's not just the run defense. The defense in general, I mean, there was no pressure whatsoever on Matthew Stafford at all last week. That obviously has to change. I watched James Connors' interview with the Arizona media. He's coming back from injury too. What's the overall outlook on Connor right now? they got to give him the ball more, Tim. He had the you know, he had four rushes on that first scoring drive where the Cardinals went right down the field, and he only had two rushes the rest of the game. They've got to find a way to be more attentive to that and make sure he's getting touches. Um, and some of it, I'm sure, is they're checking out of stuff and into other things that maybe uh, impact that. And if I'm a defense, that's the first thing I'm taking away is James Conner. 
but when he's played, he's great. And, you know, he's still at uh, his age and the mileage and the injuries. He, he still is really productive as a receiver as well. It's not just as a runner. Obviously, he's the type of character and leader you're looking for. Uh, he runs to punish people. Uh, you guys know that very well. I mean, he's a great guy. Um, he's exactly what, you know, the, the culture the Cardinals are trying to build. He, he's kind of exactly the mold of what you want. Uh, I will be curious going forward, you know, just his age and everything and contract. What, you know, what does that look like going forward for the team after the season? But uh, for this game, they absolutely need to, to feature him more. You mentioned the safeties earlier, Buddha specifically. Mike Tomlin really gushed about them in his weekly press conference. How do you expect them to be deployed after what we saw last week in week one of post-Mac Canada here in Pittsburgh? Heavy emphasis getting the ball to Pat Fryermuth over the middle, something that was completely absent from the offense under the previous offensive coordinator. Do you expect to see the safeties pay particular attention to him and maybe leave some outside one-on-one coverage to your point, maybe like Kenny Pickett, see what he can do down the field to the wide receivers? I'm sure there'll be a lot of that. I mean, Friar Moot's a really good player. You know, some of it is who's your nickel and what defense are you in in terms of, you know, what they're doing there. Garrett Williams is the rookie out of Syracuse is playing a lot of nickel. They will play Jalen Thompson and, and nickel sometimes. It, it just depends. But, you know, you pretty much know what you're going to get from Buda Baker. Uh, Jalen Thompson is a very solid player who has made some more plays lately. Uh, had some interceptions, which is something that, you know, he wasn't really known for, even though he's a really good player. But I would say that those two guys are probably the strength of the defense. For you, Dave, how's keeping everything straight? I know you got a million things going on between the NFL, NBA, and college basketball. How are you enjoying the busiest part of your calendar? I mean, not having – so I had my last college football game. We had uh, Texas, Texas Tech uh, a week ago Friday night. And uh, we'll have the Cotton Bowl. So I don't have any college football until then. It's it, it's it's crazy to just take one sport off your plate. Uh, you know, and that's a monster. I mean, college football, every game is like you're preparing for a whole season because you're doing two different teams. We did have Texas a bunch this year, which helped. But, um, you know, a lot of times you're getting, you know, a team in November that you haven't had all year, and it's like you got to play catch-up. You know, a little bit easier. Obviously, with the NFL, you're doing the Cardinals. It's the same team. Uh, NBA, you do a lot of the same teams, college basketball primarily. I'm doing a lot of Pac-12. So, um, you know, you get to, you know, narrow your focus a little bit. Um, college football is uh, is great. It's, you know, as fun as anything and as exciting as anything, but it's definitely the most daunting in terms of prep. So um, being able to set that aside for a few weeks uh, do, does take a little bit of, uh, of, of a load off. You and I have the same experience insofar as we have both had background calling games and working with a Wolfley. How has your experience been in that regard? <laughs> well, the one you're talking about, Ron, I absolutely love. I mean, he's been, uh, you know, with me for 20 years and, you know, we're very close friends and have become close uh, with the family as well. And obviously with uh, the loss of Dale, it's been yeah. Tough for both Craig and Ron, and you know, looking forward to seeing Craig uh, this weekend and spend a little time with him. Um, they're, as you know, uh, guys that on the field um, would would uh, would punish you. <laughs> they're guys that um, were as physical. I mean, they you, you look up old school football player, and those two guys are right there. Um, you know, they fit exactly. I mean, Craig was you know the quintessential Steeler 
Wolf, Ron Wolfley would have been great as a Steeler. Um, but they'll love you to death off the field. And that's, that's, you know, the great thing about both those guys is they're, uh, they got great hard people and, um, you know, it's great for me to get to work with, you know, it's when you do, when you're in this business and you're traveling and you're away from your family, you better really like the people you work with. And, uh, you know, if you don't, I can't imagine that. Thankfully I've been blessed in that regard, but I, I do know people that, that don't get along with the people they work with and I'd be miserable. Um, so I can, I can safely say that I look forward, even in a, in a bad season, I look forward to, to spending that time with, uh, with my wolf on the air. Do you get as many food references as we get? <laughs> oh yeah. I think all Wolfleys <laughs> like to eat. I think, uh, at birth, uh, they were given uh, big stomachs. Um, uh, I mean that, uh, figuratively, not literally, although, you know, Ron has battled that over the years, but he's dropped some weight. Uh, I don't know how God, again, I look forward to seeing Craig. I, I still feel like Craig could crush Ron. Uh, like you put the two in a steel cage and put like a buffet table in the middle and said, go at it. Um, I, that would, I'd put that on TV. I'd watch it. Um, even in, even with both guys in, in their 60s. Now, the difference between you and me calling games with Wolfleys is when I was doing TV games with Craig, they made him sit down in a chair and I stood because otherwise it just looked cartoonish with the two of us standing together. At least you're tall enough to stand next to your Wolfley on camera. Yeah, he, he, he acts like he's 6'2 and can still run a 4'4 or whatever he's, he claims he ran. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we're, we're about the same height. Um, I mean, if he wanted to, to pummel me and take me out, he could. Um, we, we used to joke, like, you, you look at the play-by-play guy, Steve Savard, who used to do the Rams when they were in St. Louis. You know, we would joke around, like, okay, like, hey, Wolf, in a, you know, in a steel cage match, in, a, in, in the octagon, is there one, you know, play-by-play guy that you couldn't beat? And we always used to joke that Steve Savard was that guy. Uh, Steve is a great dude who's a longtime uh, TV guy in St. Louis, uh, he stayed in St. Louis when the Rams moved, but you know, Steve. I, I think Steve might be able to take Craig and Ron at the same time. Like, <laughs> you should ask Craig about that. How how he and Wolf together would fare against Steve Savard. Other than that, I think they could probably handle themselves against every other play-by-play guy in the NFL. You know, Dave, I was thinking about you. I was watching the Maui Invitational because Syracuse was in it, so I saw a couple games, and Bill Walton was doing those games. At every juncture, he's just making, like, geographical references. Have you ever been here? Have you ever been there? It was like triptych. Does he do that to you during games, too? Just pull out a reference out of nowhere that you have to make a hard left on and adjust midway through your call yeah i mean that's that's pretty much how we what i live on is those kind of questions (laughs) um yeah they're they're constant you know it's he'll he'll vary it up you know there's certain years or or parts of the year he'll focus on certain things but yeah he likes to ask questions about where i've been or what i've done or um (laughs) somehow you know take a hard right turn um but yeah he's He's different now. He's, you know, as, as, as different and unique as Wolf is to work with, uh, Bill takes it to another level for sure. Yeah, you've had some fun guys to work with over the years. Um, great catching up with you, Dave. It's been awesome. Thanks for doing this, and we look forward to seeing you at Akershire on Sunday. Uh, let's catch up while you're in town if we can. I know you're busy, but getting safe from Boston next stop. What, you got a Celtics game? Is that right? Yeah, we got Celtics Sixers Friday night. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Dave, uh, thanks for taking the time. Appreciate it. All right, Tim, you got it, man. Dave Pash, play-by-play voice of the Arizona Cardinals.